Hallelujah. If I could just take a few minutes today and talk to you. As I told you already, my heart's just been full all morning. I, I, when I knelt to pray this morning, all I could do was just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you because you're such an awesome God. You're not the God that has left us when trouble came. You're the God that's been there through thick and thin. Thank you, God. If I could just testify today for a few minutes. I want to read a little scripture from Matthew chapter 17. And I realize after watching and going through worship service this morning that some of you are tired and some of you came to spectate. And some of you are ready to go eat already. I know that. But I really don't care. I'm just going to preach. Amen. I really don't care. Hallelujah. If you don't like preaching, don't come here because I like to preach. Amen. So let me just read a little word to you today found in Matthew chapter 17. Not anything that I haven't spoken on before or anything new, but here we go. Verse 19. Matthew 17, 19. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. That was simple. He said, You couldn't do it because you didn't believe. For verily I say unto you, this is what Jesus said, If you have faith as, of a, as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing, somebody in this room shall nothing. Come on, I want you to say it, nothing. I want that to get in your brain today. Nothing shall be impossible to you. Not one thing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. Howbeit this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. You can just stand while I'm going to read a couple more scriptures. Matthew 21, verse 19. Here, here's another instance in verse 19. When he saw a fig tree in the way, talking about Jesus, he came to it and found nothing thereon, but leaves only, and said unto it, Let no fruit grow on thee henceforward forever. And presently, presently the fig tree withered away that means like right now and when the disciples saw it they marveled saying how soon is the fig tree withered away and Jesus answered and said unto them verily I say unto you if you have faith and doubt not you shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree but also if you shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast, be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things, all things, whatsoever ye ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. Mark chapter 11, verse 21. And Peter calling to remembrance saith unto him, Master, Behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. And Jesus answering saith unto him, Have faith in God. 
For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, there it is again, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Did you hear what he said? He shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have whatsoever he saith. And therefore, I say unto you, what, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Does anybody believe the Word of God here this morning? Does anybody believe the Word of God today? Here's my subject this morning. Everybody has a mountain. You may be seated. Everybody has a mountain. There's not anybody in the room today that does not have mountains in your life. I personally do not believe that Jesus Christ was talking necessarily about a, a, a mountain as we know a mountain. Where there's, but he was talking about big things in your life. Big things. What kind of mountain are you facing today? What situation are you up against today? People today are facing everything we can imagine. It's, 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 I mean, we got more than we've ever had. That's, that's not arguable. We, we, we live in better houses. We wear better clothes. We, we have more money in our pocket. We are not starving to death. I don't see anybody here that looks like they're starving to death. I look like I've had plenty to eat, and some of you do too. Amen. I'm not in a room by myself. But God knows everybody's mountain because mountains come in all sizes and in, in all kind of situations. Mountains do. I have, I have been to, to the small mountains, and then I've been to the tall mountains. I, I've been to the mountains of Colorado, which is about as beautiful as, as you will ever see when it comes to mountains. Those Rockies are indescribable. When you go up in those mountains and you look and, and you see the beauty that God has created, it's an awesome thing. And then I, I've been to what really is just foothills. The Smoky Mountains is, is, is very beautiful. The Ozark Mountains, are, they're very beautiful. But there's, there's different kinds of mountains, and so it is in our lives. And I, I know this is not profound, but it's going to bring reality to where we stand here today. Because here's what I believe. There are mountains that to you are tall in your life. And to you they are massive. And to somebody else they may not be so very big. It may be something that you have not been able to get over. Some people have mountains of unforgiveness in their life. They've lived with grudges for years and, and they've struggled with it. And have I almost preached about forgiveness today. I am. I've been waiting on the right time. But let me just tell you today. Some people struggle with the inner man, with spirits and with, with mindsets. And some people struggle with money. Some people struggle with marriage. Some people struggle with every kind of situation. Uh, you know, 
People live in fear. It's a very fearful day. The Bible said in the last days that men's hearts would fail them because of fear. There's some people that are bound by fear. They just can't get over it. They wake up in the morning with fear. They go to bed at night in fear. That's why the world is on pills. You got a pill to get up and a pill to go to sleep and a pill to keep you going. And, and if you're prescribed that birth, from the doctor you know what that's between you and the doctor I'm just telling you we are having issues in our world and there are mountains everywhere there's things that people want out of their life but they don't know how to get them out of their life in the first passage I read you it was where a, a man brought a lunatic son to be healed and he brought him to Jesus and this is what he said I brought him to your disciples and they could not heal him I tried to get help from your boys and they couldn't do anything for me. And Jesus simply spoke the word and this lunatic boy was instantly healed and then and then here comes these disciples and they get Jesus off by himself because their pride's been hurt a little bit and they're a little bit shaken because Jesus did it and they couldn't do it. But when they ask him, the Bible said they came, they pulled Jesus apart. That means they got him off by himself. And they said, hey, why couldn't we cast that devil out? Why couldn't we heal this lunatic boy? You've heard this story many times, but I, I recite it to those who have not heard it. And Jesus said unto them, because you didn't believe it. Because you, they came, he came to you and you didn't believe that was going to happen. He said, because of your unbelief. But he said this. He said, but I'm going to say something to you today. If you have faith as of a grain of mustard seed. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen mustard seed, but it is a very tiny seed. Very tiny seed. When I was in Israel... And in and, and the Holy Land, there were, there were mustards everywhere, mustard plants everywhere. And, 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 and our, my wife and I talked about it. The guide would say, that's, that's mustard. That's, that, that's where the mustard seed comes from. But, but it starts with a little tiny seed. But that little tiny seed will grow a great plant. And what I'm come to preach to you here this morning is what Jesus said. He said, if you just had a little bit of faith, if you could just believe who I really am and what I really can do and what God is really capable of, you could say to a mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and that thing would leave, that thing would be removed. And he said this, nothing and that's why I had you repeat it. Nothing, because we feel like things are sometime impossible. Nothing is impossible unto you. You can do whatever you believe you can do. Nothing is impossible because God is with you every step of the way. Somebody said amen. But he said, you're not going to get it unless you prepare for it. You got to pray. Everybody say you got to pray and you got to fast. And that's what sets you up with faith for a miracle. Because he said this is not going to happen without prayer 
and without fasting. You see, mountains, There, I read you three scriptures where every one of them Jesus talked about mountains. Another one was when he, when he saw the fig tree in the way and he came to it and there was no fruit. There was no producing on the fig tree. And you know what the Bible said? Jesus just simply looked at that tree and said from now on there's not going to be anything grow on you ever, forever. And, and I love the scripture. The Bible said presently the fig tree withered away. While Jesus was saying that the leaves on that old fig tree tree just started drawing up. How do I know that? Because the Bible said the disciples saw it and they marveled saying, how soon is the fig tree withered away? I'm telling you, it just, it just wilted when Jesus spoke. Don't you understand that God's got the power to wilt a fig tree and to move a mountain and to open a sea and to rain bread out of the sky and to send water out of a rock. God can do what you can't do. Those disciples got, they got all interested and they said, Jesus said to them, he said, they said, how soon is the fig tree weathered away? And Jesus said unto them, I say unto you, if you have faith, there's that belief again, and you will not doubt. You can, you can do what I've done. You shall not only do this, which is done to the fig tree, but you can remove mountains in your life. I've come to preach to some people on a Sunday morning that you need to remove some mountains in your life. I preached years ago from these same scriptures. This is what I preached. I'll give you a hint. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. Your voice needs to speak to your mountain. Your mountain is not big enough that you can't get over it or through it. Your mountain will move when you start believing God for the thing to go. All things, all things. My, 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 my. When I got to reading this this morning, I've read it, I've read it how many times in my life, but it said all things, all things. That means cancer, sugar, diabetes, heart trouble, marriage problems, financial problems, earthquakes in your life. That means all kind of situations when the world's crumbling in around you. All things. When your kids are sick, when your cars broke down, all things, all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, Jesus said, you'll receive it if you believe it. I, 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 I don't have anything that's, that's way out there for you to try to have to look up in, in, the, in the Greek today or I've just come to tell you everybody's got a mountain and you've got one but you can get over it because God said you can remove it. You can, you can make that thing move out of your way with a little fasting and a little prayer and a little faith. You can speak the words to that thing that's hindering you. I know, I know what I'm talking about because in my time of living for God I've had mountains in my life that I thought there was no way around this one. But when I started talking to God in prayer and when I pushed the plate back and I started speaking of that thing, I'm gonna tell you, every devil has to go. Every mountain has to move. Everything in your life can be back to where it ought to be when you start praying in faith, believing. 
I know it's simple. It's so simple that some of you won't even grasp it this morning. But you see, that thing you've been wrestling with, that's your mountain. That thing, that thing, that, that old flesh, that look, here, here's a mountain right here. Here's a mountain just filled of that flesh. That's why you, you intend to pray and you can't pray. That's why you intend to fast and you don't fast. That's why you want to do good. And Paul said, every time I say I'm going to do good, I don't do good. But I'm going to tell you, you can get over the mountain. You can remove the mountain. You can say it, it, it shall be done and it shall be done if you believe what I'm preaching to you this morning. Your mountain needs to hear your voice. Needs to hear you speak to it. You know how powerful words are? Do you understand? You know what the Bible said? Life, say this with me, life and death are in the power of what? Of the tongue. Just a little good stuff for you right quick. That's why you don't tell little Johnny, you ain't worth a nothing. You won't ever amount to anything. Be careful. Be careful. That's why you don't say some things because they don't need to come off your tongue. Life and death. You can speak life or you can speak death. There's power in your tongue. Did you hear me? There's power in what you say. You, you, you know, if you say you can't, guess what? You can't. But if you say you can, you can. Let me tell you, let me tell you what people can do. And it was it was revealed by God and way back in the book of Genesis when they started to build the Tower of Babel. You know what God had to do? He had to come down and confound the languages of those people so they couldn't understand one another. This is why you go read the scripture. The Bible said, because God looked at them and said, These people can do what they set their mind to do. They can build a tower if they set their mind to it. So God had to confound the languages so that they couldn't build the tower. They showed up for work one morning and the bricklayer couldn't understand the carpenter. The carpenter couldn't understand uh, the, 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 the helper and, and nobody because they had, they had confounded the language God had. You hear me what I'm telling you. God did that because he understood the power of thinking and the power of the mind and the power of the tongue. Why did he confound the languages? Because they couldn't converse and they couldn't say it and they couldn't talk about it. And when you can't talk about it, it ain't going to happen. That's why, listen, I'm going to preach right now. That's why some folks get in church trouble. It's because they run their tongue and they run their mouth. Just why don't you not say that? Why don't you not ridicule? Why don't you not criticize? After all, criticize is the littlest size that I can think of. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, this, this, this right here, there's, there's, there's power in what you say. That's why when you wake up in the morning, I, I went, I, and I've told this many times in the past, but, but uh, let, let me just show you what, what the world thinks. Power, positive thinking. 
W. Clement Stone wrote a book on, on uh, the success system that never fails. He was the, he was the founder of an insurance company, and he, I went to work for that insurance company back in the 70s. Boy, that dates me, doesn't it? And they sent me to a school in Dallas, and I never will forget it. Richard Mann, Richard, Richard Mann, you may know him. He hired me. He said, you got to go to school, so I went to school. I went over in Dallas, and, and look, they got you up out of the bed like 4.35 o'clock in the morning, and, and when you got up, they demanded that you stand in, the, in front of the mirror. And this, I mean, at 4 o'clock, 4, four 5 o'clock in the morning, who wants to do this? But they made us stand in front of the mirror, true story, and sing, I feel healthy, happy, and terrific. Yeah, that's what some of you need to do. You need to start getting up and go to the mirror and say, I feel healthy, happy, instead of complaining all day. Happy yet? It's the power of positive thinking. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you all you're doing is complaining about your problem, your problem's going to stay. If all you're doing is talking about how bad it is, it's just going to get worse. But when you find out that God is bigger than your situation, and you get up, look, I'll tell you what David did. Nobody else would encourage David. So David, this may be where they got that from. I don't know. But he encouraged himself. In the Lord. I don't know if he had a mirror. I don't know what he had. But I know this. He said, oh, David, you are doing good. David, I'm so proud of you. Get up, boy. You're going to make a day of it. Come on. The Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been around people you hate to ask how they're doing? You don't have 30 minutes to listen. Well, I tell you, I was doing pretty good. This old hip started by me. And you know something else? My arms, I can't hardly raise them anymore. My head hurts all the time. My back, I must have a little back issue. You believe it hard enough, you'll get it. Oh, I'm not talking about anybody in here. Y'all know that. Surely not. Surely not. Do we get sick? Yeah, we do. Real sick? Mm hmm. Yeah. Do you hurt sometimes? Yeah. You ought to be around the house sometime, me and Erling get to laugh. We laugh at one another because now we got aches and pains we didn't know could exist anywhere at any time. And we, we're hurting and we're struggling and, you know, we're just getting old together. Some of you young bucks, you think that's funny, but yeah, you're going to find out. I did, <clears throat> and it ain't getting no better, is it, Jim? <laughs> you, 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 you like Brother Tenney said, you, when you bend over to tie your shoes, you try to think there's anything else you need to do while you're down there. <sighs> you know what I mean? You know, used to, I just bent over time out, and now I sit down on a chair, pull, pull it up on my, you know, and then you got to get it with your hand, pull Hold up so you can get your shoe on. I know none of y'all experience that. 
But you know what? I, I'm not getting up every day and speaking negative and, and talking negative things. And I'm going to say to my mountain, mountain, get out of my way. Hallelujah. Mountain, move out of my life. And I'm going to believe God. I'm going to believe God to the day I die. I may be in a hospital room on a vent somewhere in the next 10 days. But I'm going to be saying, I believe, just know this. I may not be able to talk, but I'm still going to be saying, I speak unto my mountain. I'm saying it in faith. I'm believing it in Jesus' name. You know what we need to do for some people that's, that's sick right now? We need to speak to that mountain. We need to cast that mountain out of our life. We need to say to that thing, get out of here and remove forevermore because God wants to remove your mountain. Woo. Hallelujah. Come on, stand up with me right now. Hallelujah. What are you facing today? What's your problem today? Your mountain needs to hear your voice. Did you hear me? Faith. Here's an old song we used to sing. Faith can move mountains. Mountains of fear and of doubt. Faith can move mountains. So why don't you try your faith out? If you're praying just to show God you're praying and you ain't believing it, you are spinning your wheels and wasting your time. You are breathing God's good air and you're wasting God's good breath that he gave you. But if you're saying, Lord, I believe you for my healing. I believe you for my job. I believe you for my family. I'm speaking faith right now. I'm taking down this mountain that's come against me. I'm going to remove it. Hallelujah. We don't need mountain climbers today. We need mountain movers today. Hallelujah. We need to move some things out of our life. Somebody said hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what God did? Let me tell you what God did. He did not make this world with his hands. Isn't that something? He didn't say, well, now let me get some some clay here and I'm going to build this mountain I'm going to do Mount Everest over here and then I'm going to do Mount Rushmore over here and, and uh, I'm going to no 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 he didn't do it. he didn't use his finger to etch out every river no he didn't you know what he did does anybody know what he did he spoke it he said let there be light and there was light Woo! let the darkness separate from the light and there was night and day. He just said it, and it came to pass. Ah, that don't light your fire, your woods wet, honey. Because you've got God in you that can speak one word and calm the troubled waters of your soul. He can fix that situation before you can get out of this building. He can weather a fig tree just like you, just like your problem. And you know, if he can take that fig tree and watch it wither up and go away, why can't he do a cancer that way? He can. Somebody shout, he can. Why are you panicking? You got the God in you that spoke the world into existence. Go read Genesis 1, 2, and 3. He spoke it. Let me tell you what he did make with his hands. You ready? You and you and you and you and me. He, he made man with his hands. 
He, he spoke a lion into existence and a bear and an elephant and a river and a tree and a mountain and a, and a valley. He did all that by speaking. He just said, let there be, let there be, let there, and there was. But let me tell you what he did. Then he, the Bible said, on the sixth day, he reached down and he picked up the dust of the earth and he formed it. Hallelujah. Man, what a God we serve. This is a complicated body. So complicated, doctors can't figure some things out. But let me tell you, he put a gallbladder there for a purpose. I still got mine. He put a kidney there for a purpose and another kidney there for a purpose. He put every faculty of man together because he did it the way he wanted to do it. But let me tell you, he didn't speak it. He made man with his own hands. That ought to give you faith that the things that God could speak or the things that God could touch is going to be okay. Hallelujah. He knows where you are. He Look, you know what the Bible said? Listen to me right now. He knows this is not very much trouble for him to know this about me, but he knows how many hairs are in your head. You don't even know that. But God knows that. He understands the hair. He knows everyone that fell out when you washed your head last Saturday. He knows all about that. You know what the Bible said? He knows every sparrow in the air. He knows when one falls. He knows about that. So if he knows the sparrow, he knows you and he knows me. And he looks down and when we call on his name in faith, he said, you know what? I hear my child. I'm going to see what they need. Hallelujah. I'm going to take care of their situation. I'm going to put my hand right where they are. Somebody needs what I'm preaching this morning. You need to start speaking to your mountain. Don't go crawl off in a corner and start crying. I don't know how I'm going to get over this. I know how. I know how you're going to get over that. You're going to do it by faith. And you're going to do it speaking the word of faith in your life. And declaring the wonderful works of God. Don't stop on me now. My, 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 my. There's power in the spoken word. You have a right. Everybody say this with me. I have a right to speak the word of God. This right here. You have a right to speak the word of God. So why not just quote those scriptures? You ought to go memorize what I'm talking to you about today. Devil, you're lying. And I'm going to tell you how I know. Because the word of God said, Whatsoever I ask in prayer, believing, I shall receive. I shall receive. All right, Shelly, come help me preach a little bit. Come on up here. I'm going to use you a little bit. No, you don't have to say nothing. I'm just, it's hard for her not to do. But you see this girl? That's my niece. She called me a year and a half ago. She was in jail. She's got some trouble. Had some issues in her life. I wouldn't embarrass her for anything. She kept calling me. Before that, she's cursed me every other breath. Literally, I'm not exaggerating. She hated me, hated my wife. I tell the truth. She said everything there was to say about me. But she started calling me because she got to the end of the road and wasn't nobody else to call but Uncle Danny. And so Uncle Danny went and got her out of jail. And I got her to my house. And I said, Shelly, I'm going to put you up right here. Here's, the, here's what you got to do. 
She said, I've already talked to the Lord. I've already taken care of all that. God's forgiven me. I'm changing my life. Shelly, for over a year now, has done so good. God has done so much for her. So much for her. Matter of fact, it was last October that you came to my house. And, 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 and I moved her in a room there to stay with her for several months. She now has her own place. She's got job. She's doing good. But here's why I brought her up here. Because I would hear Shelly in that room daily. I'm not talking about saying, Jesus, I love you. God is great. God is good. Now lay me down to sleep. Mm -mm. I'm talking about praying. I'm talking about praying with the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues, praying. Powerful praying. Praying in the power of the Spirit. Praying for her own life. Praying for her family. She'd lost her boys several years ago. She lost her boys. Let me tell you something. Every Sunday, she's got to know. Some of them's not here because they've had COVID. But Caleb's here today. Caleb, I love you, buddy. Caleb's here today. But, but, but they've been through hell. But she just keeps speaking faith. And people say, you're not going to get your kids. Yes, she is. You're not going to get that answer. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You know what? I, uh, I, t- I got up. Uh, I do remember. Shelly told me she was living in my house. She didn't have anything to drive. And, and they were having a special event somewhere else. She said, I'm going tonight because they're having a drawing for the car. And I'm winning the car. And old Dalton Thomas here said, okay, okay. You be careful and I'll see you act wild. Billy and Brenda Hale were in town. We all went out to eat. And about 8.30, my phone rang. And it was a guy on the phone. He said, I just want to tell you, Shelly just won the car. She told me that day, you know, I'm talking about faith. She refuses to take no for an answer. When it's bad, she keeps saying it's good. She got off her probation. She's known no more probation. A year early because she claimed it in faith. I walked in the DA's office. I am not telling you this. He's running for office. He's my buddy. Go vote for him. His name's Steve, too. I don't do that very often, but I just did. But I walked in his office. I said, Steve, you got to get Shelly off these charges. Why? I said, because I know her. She lives in my house. She's, a, she's, she's done bad. She knows she's wrong. She's paid her price. But you got to get her off of that. He called the secretary. He said, wipe everything off of her slate. She walked out of there with a clean slate. God answers prayer. Don't you think for a minute she's going to give her testimony and you're going to see it. Dear, and I love my church week. But, but I just wanted to tell you, I've never said that before. But Shelly, thank you for having faith. Keep speaking it, honey. Keep speaking it about him. Keep speaking it about his boy, your boys. God's going to save your whole family before it's over with. You better hear this preacher today. You're not going to win by mully grubbing and saying, oh, poor pitiful me. Get up and get up and get up and get up and say, I believe God. You know what? Some of you looking like, yeah, well, okay. And you'll go out of here today without a miracle and you'll live this week without one. There's a lady in came. This, I got one minute. More than that if I need it. There's a lady came down one time for prayer, Brother Roy, in the church, the other church I pastored, the only other one I pastored. 
And I, you know, I was just a young guy. I said, you believe God's going to heal you tonight? She said, well, I believe he can. I said, no, 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 you, you, you misunderstand me. Do you believe God's going to heal you right now? Well, I believe. And I never could get her to say that she believed. I, I laid hands on her, but that was as useless as, I mean, I might as well have been eating pizza. Because she didn't believe God was going to heal her. If you don't believe, why are you getting prayed for? Well, that that business about I believe he can. No, I believe he will. And I believe he is. I don't put my faith on tomorrow or yesterday. I put my faith in right now. Hallelujah. I, I knelt in my office this morning and I said, devil, I'm tired of you. Get out of here. You leave some of these people alone. You get away from them because you have no right to them. They're children of God. I'm speaking by faith today. Your mountain, you got one. Why don't you speak to it today? Why don't you say something to it today like, you know what, I read the word of the Lord, mountain, and you gotta go. Because he said, if I speak to you in faith, you gotta go. You can't stay here any longer. I dare you to try that. Instead of calling all your friends and having a pity party and gathering around and saying, oh God, I don't know what to do. I just, I've been in this old trial and this trouble. Why don't you lift up your head and look under the hills from which cometh your help today and say, I am believing God on this Sunday morning that this sickness is going to leave, that this pain is going to leave my body, that this problem is going to exit my life, that everything is going to be okay. I'm speaking it. I'm claiming it. I'm I'm profoundly claiming it that God is about to do a miracle in my life. Hallelujah. I wish to God today, I wish to God somebody would grasp what I'm saying this morning because your faith will make you whole. Your faith. That woman that made her way through the crowd that touched the hem of her garment, she didn't say, I believe God can. She said, I believe if I'll touch him that he will. I believe he will. Does anybody believe that he will? He will. He will. He will. You know what? Put your hands up all over this room. Now, there's a lot of people, there's several that I know that's got COVID, okay? But we're not going to pray for them right now. Here's what I want you to do. Everybody in this room, I want you to call this name, Carolyn Cupid. And I want you to pray for God to heal. Carolyn Cupid, and state it by faith, and say, God, I believe it right now that you're going to heal. Carolyn Cupid, say it right now. God, I believe, this church believes. We're taking it by faith. Remove that mountain right now. Let COVID flee out of her body. Let pneumonia be gone out of her body. Let her mind be clear. Let her heart be fixed on you. Touch her in that hospital room. I claim it. I speak it. This church believes it. God, in your name, now do the same thing. All you have to say is CL. Do it for CL. CL. God, take CL off of that bed right now. God, remove that thing. God, touch him. Let him feel strength come in his body. Remove the infection. Remove the pain. I speak to that mountain in Jesus' name. Now, 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 I'm going to do this today. I didn't come intending to do this, but I'm going to do this. Put your hands back up. It's okay. Put your hands up. 
And I want you to claim victory for everyone that is in this church that's affected by COVID-19. I want you to claim victory and rebuke it right now in their place. God, remove that mountain. Remove that mountain. Remove that virus. Remove that infection. I take dominion over it right now. I speak it in faith. I rebuke it out of their body. I rebuke it out of their home. I come against it. You're bigger than they are. You said their faith can remove every mountain. And we're doing that right now, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now who? Who in this room? Who in this room? You don't have to tell me about it. You don't have to tell your neighbor. You don't have to tell your husband, your wife, your friends, or your kids, or nobody else. But who in this room has a, a mountain that you want God to take out of your life? Won't even take it out. Okay? I'm going to tell you how to get it out. If you pray, believe. Whatsoever you pray, believing. Whatsoever you ask, believing. It's about to leave. Does anybody believe it? Put your hands up high. I, look, let me. Let, let, I, I, I don't want to tire you. Just hold your hands there for just a minute. But a few weeks ago, I haven't told my wife. I haven't told my kid. I don't tell anybody anything sometime. But there was a mountain that I needed to get over. And I said, God, I am believing you. It's me and you. That's all I need. I need you to work out something in my life. I need you to create that miracle that I can have. And you know what? When I started believing God, God started moving mountains. Put your hands up, Father. Father, all over this room, there's mountains that are leaving right now. They're being cast into yonder place. We're moving that situation. We're moving that thing out of our life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I claim it and I speak it by faith. Thank you for it, Lord. Now, here's what I want you to do. When God removes your mountain, don't keep me praying about it. Tell me it's gone. Some of y'all will pray a preacher to death because he don't know the final results. Go ahead and tell me. God answered that prayer, Pastor. There's a miracle been wrought in my life. He fixed my situation. Don't keep me praying because I'm pounding heaven for something you already got an answer to. Don't y'all love me? If you don't, don't tell nobody because they ain't going to believe you if you can't love me. Come back here Wednesday. We're going to have church again. For those of you who are spiritual, for those of you who don't need church, I'll see you next Sunday. I love you. God bless you. Speak to your mountain. Speak to your mountain. 